going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Hello, hello. Do you want to sing the song in the style of oh. Jerry? Oh, we could. I won't. You would. So you want to try it? You go ahead. Mmm. 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 What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? No, it's flat. It's flat. It's fine. Whatever. <clears throat> Great. That was uh, dance and stuff in the style of Jerry from American in Paris. <laughs> What's Jerry's last name? Jerry Mulligan. Oh, Mulligan. Good to meet you. Oh, God. Can I plug that in there? Um, yeah, here. <clears throat> Hi, Garen. Hi. We're just going to come. We're going to do a fitting. <laughs> yeah. While you're here. You're going to do blue, I think. <gasps> I love dance belt. Doesn't matter. Great. It's a jumpsuit. <gasps> awesome. I had these weird dance belts at the Australian Ballet <clears throat> that are made in the costume shop. And I kept kind of like, once they got their white jumpsuits on for Watermark, I was like, what's going on? Like, what is weird? And David was like, it's weird, right? And I was like, it's not right. What, do they not point north? No, they point north. Everyone okay. points north. But there's, like, this dart at the underballs area huh. that, like, protrudes a bit because there's, like, this stitching there. Huh. And um, it's very, it's weird to our eyes, huh. I'd say. For those of us who are accustomed to a capizio or what have you, you know. Yeah. Are you tan? I mean, I was in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. I got a little too. Oh, your back is so broad. I'm like, you're not allowed to wear our costumes. <laughs> I think I've gained a little pandemic dad bod weight, so let's see how this goes. Okay. Is this, like, too short through the girth for you? Huh. Maybe a little. Come, come here, come here. Okay. <laughs> Don't get even one centimeter bigger. I'm body shaming you right now in a fitting. <laughs> something I pride myself on not doing, but only to my friends. Um, okay. It doesn't feel too bad. Um, look at me. I'm a, we're, we have others to try you in. It's okay. very, it's snug, Yeah. but it's kind of cool snug. Like, you look superhero style. Okay. I'm going to take your picture. All right. Yeah, you look cool to me, actually. It's <laughs> like somewhere between, like, jumpsuit and unitard, you know? Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be baggier. Which is supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> Turn. And back. Um, go look at yourself in the mirror okay. and see if like it's something you could get used I to. I love this. This is beautiful. You could also wear that. What is this from? That was a piece that was cut from a dance we made in Geneva. Mm. And we were so sad about it that they sent it to us in the mail. Which was amazing. Great. I know their costume shop was obsessed with us and the, doing this project, and then all these pieces got cut by the powers that be. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and um, the costume shop was really sad for us and for themselves. So right. they, they like, you know, they took our side. Huh. Yeah, it's. A, I'm a blueberry. Dance around. Mm -hmm. Do you feel? Ooh. Do you feel uncomfortable and constricted? Um, only because my back is out, oh, but right. not because right, of the right, costume. Right, right, right. Um, I mean, I kind of love you in the woods in this, like, overly tight jumpsuit. Yeah. 
<laughs> My only thing is maybe the legs are too short. Yeah, we could maybe make those longer. Yeah. Um, let's also see. Let's try this one on you. Great. Okay. I help you with the zipper. Thank you. Oh, wow, that is tight for you. Right. <laughs> when did this happen? Just today. Um, so got the. It's a. The I H know about this. HPV vaccine. Oh, for what? Oh, we are? Yeah. Is that for sexual health? It is. Wow. You have to get three. Wow. I don't know about this. Yeah. HPV vaccine. Is this a new vaccine? Uh, it's Gardasil, though. I think it's the same one. I really like women have to get it for to prevent cervical cancer. Oh. And men should get it to pre prevent, like, I don't know, butt cancer, rectal, and throat cancer? Wow. I know. Uh, okay. <laughs> This one's a little bigger. This one is bigger. Do you think that Taylor, Taylor's smaller than you? Shorter. Yeah, he's smaller. This might be better. Yeah. He could wear blue. I know. Well, we imagined the colors the other way around. I know you envisioned blue. But I like this too. It's maze. And it, the length is better and the volumes are better. It is neoprene, so it like makes you even kind of like more Michelin than oh you God. already are. Oh God. No, you look great. You look great to me. It's very like men's fitness, what have you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. I'll take it. Do you love? I like, I like the, <laughs> I'm like, I wouldn't wear anything under it. No. Dance belt. Yeah, no, no. Well, are you just going to be improving, what have you, in the woods? I mean, I'm going to make up a dance. Are you? To the Schubert list, uh, Serena, that's really pretty. And how long do you have to dance around? Um, like five minutes, seven minutes? Oh, that's it? Well, we each, because we're dancing separately. Right. But so the show, we should, the show is American Oh, yeah. It's at Katzbahn. Come closer. Tell us about it. Yeah, the show is at Katzbahn, <laughs> May 27th and 28th. Um, I know, I'm sorry. It feels hot. Yeah, hopefully it'll be a cool day. Yeah, really. Um, and it is... <clears throat> You're sweating. Bobby, I know. Bobby <laughs> Smith, Bobby Jean Smith, or Schreiber, Taylor Stanley... Coral Dolphin, Shandine Lorenz, and me. And Hunter Nowak in, in a landscape. Hunter is playing his... This Your shirt's inside out. That's why. Um, <laughs> Steinway piano out in a field, and we're dancing in the grass. And wow. the music is piped into Bluetooth headphones. Mm -hmm. And there are like 300 pairs of them. And so there'll be... The audience just kind of wanders around the landscape... Now, does the audience, like, kind of get directed towards each person as a unit? Well, there's only one dance happening at a time. Oh. So you kind of, like, the you song find ends. It? Yeah, but they're, they're, it's all within view. Oh, I see, I see. It, I we see. haven't I exactly see. figured out where it's going to be. Because in my imagination, it was just, like, you would have to dance for whatever the duration of the show was? No, just the song. Oh, I love just that. Just the number. Okay, that'll so spare like... the costumes a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, okay, it's okay. warm, though. It is warm. It is warm. But, you know, May is sometimes not that hot. Could I mean, be cool. today is hot yeah. in New York. Yep. But sometimes you have a cool day in May. Let's Today's really hot. It's super Today's nice. so hot. Is there anything else I need to try? No. Great. I mean, you can try this on and yeah, see if you like fun. it. It's not in the theme of the show, but it's okay. So, no, it's going to be great. I think it'll be really fun. And you can be outside and spaced out. And it works really well, That's okay, it snaps. Okay, good. It snaps. Oh, this is good.
the man who was meant to wear this in Geneva was like so beautiful. Well, but then he didn't wear it. Sorry. That's also really good. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Not for this, but maybe. Wouldn't wear this, but I wouldn't wear a shirt though. Right. Will you take off your shirt again? Yeah, I'm definitely. so sorry. <laughs> it's really like a baby's garment with those little snaps. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh Basically, just to, for context, do you need any more context, listeners, than you already have? Garen is being fit right now for this outdoor show. You're, this is your first live-streamed fitting on dance and stuff. Yeah. Our first. Have you ever done a live-stream fitting before? No. And we're definitely the best one. Also the worst one. <laughs> the only one. I mean, I've definitely been filmed in fittings for documentaries and stuff. This fits you great. Yeah, like this thing. Okay, so we'll, we have options then. And then this could maybe be, because I don't know what I'm going to wear because it's grass. Right. So there is an idea <clears> that <throat> maybe I'm in a sneaker. Oh yeah, I think it's sneakers for all. All sneakers. All sneakers. Should the, sheets, should, should the sneakers match? Well, you could wear those. Yeah. If we all wore like a white shoe. Uh-huh. Okay. White shoes is good. I feel like most people have a kind of white sneaker. I don't know what Bobby Jean has. And I know <laughs> she and Orr are like slow to get back in touch with us. But I know they will. They will. I love this. It's great. Maybe that's it for you. I really love this. I think we're open to um, some stuff. Because like right now... Coral wants to wear something really flowy, and so we were thinking maybe this. Great. That's awesome. Yeah. And this could kind of... Yeah, same thing. In the same world. And then, like, or I think, is going to be in this one. Yes. So we have yes. a moment forming. And then I think Shandine's in this. Really? Yeah. Fat. <clears throat> yeah. And then is she doing other things with her look? No. Really? She's going to go simple? Yeah, she wants to, like, keep it simple. And then what about Bobby? We don't know yet. Bobby needs a dress. Bobby's wild card because she's gonna clearly want a dress. She, she definitely wants a dress. <clears throat> I like this. You look I'll, great. Thank you. I yeah. think I want this is more comfortable for me. Maybe you'll be the watercolor moment. I wonder if we have anything else like watercolory. I don't hmm. know. We'll look into it. It doesn't matter actually. I think it's great. I'm happy in this. Oh, you take one on on my phone. You'll send me. Yeah, a here's your phone. But it's dead. Oh, <laughs> she's dead. I did, I feel like I took pictures of you, but I'll do more. I do more. Oh, we put the sneaks on. Oh, yeah. Way <clears throat> this is good. This has never gotten an outing as a performed in garment. It's a premiere. <laughs> Feeling good? Back, please. It's such a beautiful thing. Yay! Yeah. Um, anyways, I will say Garen Scribner is our guest today and um, co-host, and... <laughs> We just had lunch at Essex Market, ran into old family friend Pico, yep. and um, Garen uh, and I met, what, 15 years ago. Oh my god, yeah. I know. Oh, no more. No. Oh yeah, a little more. Well, mm-hmm. it would have been like the summer of 2006 or 5. 2006 because I had Pilot, right. my dog Pilot. So that's 15. And then how did, how, what did you remember when, I, when we first met? That you quit. I quit the Lions summer program, yep. Right. Garen and I were doing this thing that I think still exists. For professional dancers, summer program. Right. For, uh, at Lines, and Alonzo King would work with 
professional dancers for one week only, and you just like which is amazing. You should do it, everybody, because he's a genius, right? And you really like work, work, work all day for seven days. It's okay, Karen. You can just put it on the table. Um, and you learn basically like how to learn. That was that was my takeaway. Like I learned how to learn dances. Yeah. And um, it's like very spiritual methods, what have you. And Karen, <laughs> well, it was fun because we had like a really good group that included like this friends from San Francisco Ballet who were my old friends, Courtney, Courtney and Garrett, Ray and Garrett, Anderson. and then Dana was there, but I didn't know you and Dana, but I met you quickly through them. Yeah, and Alonso, by the way, is talking this entire time about courage, like the, the courage of an artist and the commitment and dedication and like what is it to you and like it only means something if, if you put something into it and right. we're all like, oh my God, what have we been doing? We have to recommit to our art and this is so you know enlightening and just invigorating. Yeah, and Garen was like, I I quit. <laughs> Literally after day one, he was like, I'm going to need to not be here all day. Mm-hmm. Well, I just got a puppy. You got a puppy. And I needed to let him out every like two or three hours. It was like not going right. to. I needed a real lunch break, basically. Right. And Alonso was like, you have five minutes, go eat an orange and come yeah, back. Yeah, you have to eat a, a walnut and then it's carry on. Right. And I remember thinking like, we had this kind of motley crew of dancers and then but I lo- I mean, I didn't know Garen, but obviously it's nice to have him in the room because it's gorgeous. And, um, but then Garen was like, psych, I'm going to be the one who's not here, but I will come for class. So you did come for class in the morning. That's right. Because you'd already paid. That's right. <laughs> you already put down yeah. your deposit. You weren't getting it back. True. Um, but yeah, that was my introduction to Garen. And then you just appeared periodically all throughout my life. I tend to do that. I know. You would always end up where my friends were. Mm-hmm. Until you became a friend. That's true. Yeah. Because I wouldn't say, like, after that one-week workshop where, like, we basically didn't talk, we were friends. Right. I'd be in any if I had a cell phone back then. You know what I mean? Like, no. Have, right? It's a flip phone. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, I still had my Hotmail account. hmm Where what did I... I lived in Calgary at the time. Do you I've still been, have a Hotmail account? I do have it. And I had to revisit it recently because Cheated. I'm... Scammed? I'm, no, no scammed. Okay. I I had to revisit it because I've been trying to fill out my CV, like make a proper CV mm-hmm. for this document we have to make at school. And I made what I thought was a CV. And then Jillian Pena was like, who's my portfolio advisor, was like, no. No, this isn't it. She was like, now, what are what's all the repertoire that you performed with this company? And what are all the venues in which you performed each dance? And I was like, you're joking. That's so much. Horrible. Who wants to know that? Who's going to read through that? That's what I thought. So I went back in time and I had to go into Hotmail to find old schedules from like Lar Lubavitch and Shen Wei to see like when and where did I perform what? Yeah. Because I didn't know. Like when I get to before that, like Alberta Ballet, Ballet Met, I can't. Obviously. No, so you just leave it general, like, I was there. Here are the years. I was there, here are the years, here's the repertoire. Yeah. That's it. Like, yeah. I can't go beyond that. Right. Um, because it's already, like, four pages, like, nine font. No one has time for that. No. I, I just got finished. Well, I had to write, redo all of my things this year because I applied to grad school. Right. You're, so we're both grad school queens. We're going to grad school. And um, so I got some great feedback, which is that most resumes, like, it really should be on one page. That's what. That's a resume. Really fit on, but resume and CV are different. Totally, but a CV shouldn't be any longer than three pages. Oh, interesting. And two is better. 
Wow. Yeah, because how much do you actually have that you want people to read everything of? Nobody wants to know anything Nobody anymore. Because, like, if they need to know something, they Google. Yeah, they can Google go to your it. Wikipedia page. I know, it feels so weird. You have to have, a, like, a press page in this portfolio document mm. I'm working on, and I'm like, literally Google it. Just Google it. <laughs> But it helps to consolidate it all in one place. It's true. And you do the work for people so they don't have to look it up. But. I did go through this envelope yesterday of, like, um, like old yellowed newspaper reviews from, like, the early 2000s uh-huh. from ballet time. Yeah. It was incredible to find these pictures of me. Like, I bet. So weird. Like, with a, you know, like, the local newspaper photographer came and took a picture, so it's like a bent knee jeté, but, like, they thought it was no, a great photo. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you these pictures. You're not going to believe it. Uh, some of them are, like, full portrait style. I can't wait. And some of them are, like, me in the snow pile, like, looking elated to be wearing white tights. <laughs> elated. No, I can't. Um, so, anyways, Garen, you've been on this podcast before. Yeah. But I wasn't there. It just you and Jack t- talked. That's right. Where was, was just, I, do we think? I don't know. Away, it was just Jack, working. and it was early days. It was right when I moved to New York. I mean, right when I came back from New York? I mean, sorry, from tour, maybe? Right. Something like that. What do you think you talked about with Jack? Do you have any recollection? I just think, like, my because bro- it was my brother. So it was my <gasps> brother, Justin. Wait. <clears throat> no, yeah. you and Justin have been on together, and I was there for that. Yeah. But then I feel like you had your own episode at some point. Mm-mm, I don't think so. Oh. Wow, I've imagined this is it. I've made this it up. Is, this is what's happening right now. Incredible. So the Scribner brothers have been on the pod together, and yeah. if you want to hear what that means, go early. Go days. back. Go back years. to when we were recording in Jack's old apartment. That's right. The Great old point. decrepit apartment. Yeah, and a lot has happened since then. So I just I think I finished American in Paris, the tour in Broadway. I had been in NDT, San Francisco Ballet, and since then I've just basically been a freelance like whatever happens happens kind of person and not just like years. a performer but also a producer mostly producing actually yeah a mm. lot of a lot of work with new york public media i've produced 28 episodes of broadcast and streaming television episodes oh, the Got way nominated you say that. for an emmy award oh. um i've made some work for australian ballet some film that i did with daniel i Rowe. wish that you had an emmy award i know we're working on that would they have like if you'd won in that category would you have received like one of those actual yeah. sharp emmys sure if i wanted i mean i think you have to pay for them but what are you talking about you have to pay for those if you win you pay i think so no i think so that can't be well because you don't when you when they submit you when the networks submit they pay for those entries Oh, you have to pay like two hundred dollars an entry for any any film festival, any oh. Emmy Award, any Golden Globe. Academy I don't know Award, how any of this works. Maybe that's oh, yeah. why, like, I'm always wondering, like, how come so and so didn't get nominated? That's because sometimes they don't even submit for it. Right. That's why. Right. It's not just like general. It's like people submit it. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, I think they submitted again this year for our episodes that appeared last year in uh, in 2019, 2020. Those. That award season is for 21. So, like, right now is when things are being submitted for, right. like, 2021, that means. I sometimes, anyway. when I'm with you, I'll leave the interaction and I'll feel struck by how we... You and I do share, like, certain aspects of our past in, in that we were in ballet companies. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe we're both like this, but, like, you don't bring any of that with you. Mm. Like, I, I don't ever walk away from interactions with you and be like, wow, Garen, like, still living the glory. Living in the past. Living the glory days. It's from- like Rafiki says, forget it. It's in the past. 
I don't remember that. You don't remember that from Lion King? When he hits him with a stick, he says, ow, why'd you do that? Then he goes to hit him again, and he ducks, and he learns. See? See? No. You remember that part? You should rewatch The Lion King. Really? Yeah, it's a great movie. Should I watch the one where they just CGI'd animals? No, definitely don't watch that. Is it the same um, script? I don't know, because I didn't watch it, but I... Okay. Why redo a thing that's so good? I started it on a plane. See, this is what I think the podcast really should turn into, is read watching movies on planes. But I'm not on planes that often. But that's the that's what we need to do. We need to get oh. you like on Sirius Radio or something, and they pay for you to take just flights fly. all around the world. And then look, I love that because then watch I just the movie see new friends out. every week. Exactly, old friends. It's so like it's like it's like a PR thing for the movies. It's like celebrity right. book club. But right, right, right. It's a movie, and so you have to watch that one movie, review it, and then your guest is the star, one of the stars of the movie. You know, my friend, I have a friend who works in the movies. <laughs> well, maybe you talk about, you talk to him no, about no, this. No, no, no. This friend, um, Taylor, he, um, he's, he's worked on the John Wick movies. Mm. And what I found out about those movies, which I've never seen, nor have I ever heard of anyone who's seen one of them, they are basically the top plane movies. Huh. Like, they get so many watches. It's action, action, action. It's like Mission Impossible. It's full Those action. do well on planes. That's what I want to watch on planes. Action. Do you, I want to watch yeah. a Marvel on a plane. CIA, terrorist, thrillery things. That's what right. I want to watch. I learned all about Captain America on flights. Captain America uh-huh. and the Winter Soldier. Okay. Do you know about that? I haven't seen it. No? Mm-mm. You and Sebastian so Stan should... They are really cute. Reed's wearing my shoes, my I Reeboks. put on Garen's white Reeboks and they look beautiful on my big ankles. Do you know and that? with your pumpkin Uniqlo sock. Do you know I had a a physical therapist at the, um, I think I was at Alberta Valley at this point, told me I had big ankles. That's not true. Well, I said, that's what I thought. I said, excuse me. Excuse me? me. (laughs) Excuse me? He said, well, the bone is very big. It's a very voluminous ankle. Right, right, right. He said, you have a very big ankle bone. I said, well, that's why the ankle looks so teensy-weensy. Gonzalo Garcia has an ankle like that kind of too, the ankle bone. The ankle bone. Yeah. Right, but he also he has, a he, has, he has a superhero calf. Oh. Superhero I saw calf. him on, the, on his bike yesterday. I literally saw him on Sunday. I yelled at him, but he had headphones on. So oh no! We got to spend the evening together watching the Oscars at Justin and Patricia's. Oh, that's awesome! He's such a sweetie. Oh my gosh, we had the best time. Talk about the past. Yeah. My God. But that's he's good. really but your good. past. He, definitely. Yeah, we danced in San Francisco by that together. You sure did. Yes. Um. Wow, Karen. You said something to me, which I think. You also fall into this category, which is, uh, you know, we know that I have like a non-attachment thing. I kind of like leave something behind. Oh yeah. But you, you said something it. about you, you don't know, like, you haven't met that many people like me who sort of just can walk away from some stuff. Right. But I think that's why I don't live in the past. It's because it's really focused on the present. What's going on now? Yeah. Yeah, I feel for me is that I forgot what happened before. Is <laughs> <laughs> your fish? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Goldfish memory. Um, I mean, I love what happened before. Like, whenever I look, I, I love looking at old pictures and being like, that happened. Yeah. Like, I'm amazed Proof. to look at pictures of the past. Mm-hmm. And when I when I come across, like, an old picture of you in my past, I'm like, what? Like, I knew Garen in the old times? The olden times. It's strange. It's strange because, like, Parts of my life have been, like, recontextualized through this podcast. And, like, mm-hmm. it's always with Jack. Right. And, like, you know, Jack always likes to say, or, like, part of the, one of the taglines for this podcast is, like, best friends since high school. And, like, we were not best friends in high school. We knew each other for one year of high school. Because mm-hmm. Jack popped in. You're right. And then we we weren't friends at Interlocking, but then we reconnected in 
2007 when I moved back to New York City. Mm-hmm. So that's like the period of time when Jack and I have like really known each other and become sisters and all yeah. that. But like to think that like the time before the podcast existed, the time before Jack existed is really like this time that I'm like, what? The the land before time. The land it's clear it is yeah. literally the land before time. Paleo era. Yeah. Paleo. I was yeah, it was Calgary, it was it was Seattle, it was Ohio, you know? Mm-hmm. And those places apparently still exist. They do. Yeah. Wow. It is wow. I would like to go back to those places. Like I'd love to do a job, a costume job at Ballet Met and mm-hmm. see some of the people. I mean You haven't designed at Ballet Met? No. Yeah. That's surprising. Some of the dancers well, none of the dancers I dance with are in the company anymore. Sure. But um I feel like I could hunt them down. Some of them are probably still in the area. Definitely. And then as far as Calgary goes, again, I I, I think maybe one dancer still exists mm-hmm. that I knew. Mm-hmm. There's these identical twins who dance in the company who were like just starting out from the school when when I was in the company. Like Ben and Matt Stewart or Sarah and Leanne SD. Exactly. There's, there's a history of twins in ballet. Yes. And these were a set of identicals at uh, yeah. the Alberta Ballet. They still, they're like principal dancers there. Wow. Yeah. So they're doing, sure. doing well. There were some in New York City Ballet. There was a set Lots. of Lots. Kurt and Kyle Froman. But women, there were women too. Women identicals. I don't think so. There's been lots of sisters. The Tracys was that a thing? They were just sisters. Of just Margaret just sisters. and Kathleen, Joanna and Gelsey Kirkland, Colleen yep. and Patricia Neary. An encyclopedia. It's Megan amazing. Fairchild, Robbie Fairchild, yes. sisters. Yes. Um, Abby and Justin John. Peck, Tyler Peck, not related. Not related, not but twins. Related. Yep. But twins. Yep. And then now you have the McKinnons. I don't know who that is. They're new, newer Can't sisters. Wait. Yeah, and you have the Von Anks, who are sisters, the Frames. There's someone else, someone else who's new who I don't think has a sister in the company, but is one of my favorite new dancers, Mira Nadon. Oh, obsessed. Wow. Wow, she's beautiful. Oh, my God. Woo! Yeah. So good. We love Mira, so, and so she's good. so nice. We love. Oh, while we're on the subject of Tyler, she's performing this weekend at the Kennedy Center. Oh, yeah, I saw Alonzo that. King's... <gasps> Oh, I saw the video with her of Roman looking at moths. Yeah, yeah, that was really. I texted her. I said, "You look amazed." And I'm producing a documentary about Tyler. We've been shooting it for almost two years now, and our crews are going to be there this weekend. Really? But you're not. No, you're remote. I'm remote. Well, we have COVID limits on. on Is there like a director? There's a director. Alex Ramsey is directing the film. Who's Alex Ramsey? He's a fabulous young uh, director, USC Film School grad. Uh, who I met while I was working on another series with Chris Wielden developing the series about choreographers. And oh, yeah. What happened? Is that, did that happen? It's still in development. These things take years. Because there was, like, a trailer. There was a trailer, yep. I saw the trail. Yes. Yeah, great trailer. And, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But so far, we haven't had any bites okay. from networks. But, okay. Uh, so Alex, I met on that project, and he's he's directing this um, film about Tyler. And I have another producer, Eric Cook, that I'm working on the project with who's fabulous another young hungry great like independent filmmaker yeah and um so we'll be there this weekend with Tyler to shoot but you won't they will yeah I'm gonna be remote wow yeah Garen I worry about you for no reason why too much no you're just so like transient sometimes I know I really want to set that well this is why I'm going to grad school I'm so I'm going to the Harvard Kennedy School getting my master's in public administration um, and I'm setting roots down in Cambridge starting maybe next week. For one year. For one year. 
And then after that, I really want to find a, a solid In New York? gig. Well, not sure. Okay. That's the thing. It's really like everything is so up in the air all the I time. Know. I know. You're always in a car going across the country. I know. You're at a gas station in we Indiana. Drove, so my partner Jeff and I drove across the country three times at the pandemic. From oh, New York to California. Insane. Yeah, three times. In the same car? Same car. How's the car? Toyota Prius 2005. Was that yours or Jeff's? 115,000 miles on it. It was mine with my ex, actually. Scott. And it was... Mm-hmm, Scott. <laughs> you can say his name. It's Scott. Not like Voldemort. His name's Scott. Scott. His name's Scott. <sighs> yeah. Uh, and it was just sitting in his parents' driveway, and they were like, you can have the car. So when the pandemic hit, we just swooped it. That's so nice. It was so nice. Was them, yeah. in a... It was in L.A. Mar- LA. Uh-huh. Oh, that's right. I've driven past that ha- the neighborhood. Yep. Well, you visit. We were there this week, this uh, summer. What's that neighborhood called? It's called Pacific Palisades. Pacific Palisades. Because when you visited nice. with Joe and Lauren, I was living there, but at Sarah Sarah's Man, house. house. Yeah, I yeah. saw that house a couple times. Nice house. Great. What a nice free place to live. I know. I know. It's pretty amazing. Good. It's a pretty good setup. Wow, but then you went to San Francisco and you had to change locations. Yeah. Because the internet was bad. Is that true? <laughs> yes. Yeah, Fran's house. Francis, I'm sorry, we had to leave. Your Wi Fi was bad. Yeah. Um, she knows it's bad. Well, they live in a it. in a gorgeous minimalist concrete Amazing. garage. So, it was so cool to spend time with them. But yeah, we, we, we just needed more space actually. Yeah. Um, because with Jeff working from home and me working from home, you can't. You can't do it. I remember visiting Fran's, that place, for the first time when it was just Fran and John before Forrest came into the picture mm-hmm. and ruined everything. <laughs> um, and I was like, this place is so impossibly chic, but um, you don't have an oven. And yeah. they were like, yeah, we just kind of decided we didn't need one. I was like, we don't have an oven. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, there's just certain things that you're like, what are you going to do? Yeah. It didn't the, look great, I guess. The, the truth design, is, like, so. I did see... It's right. It didn't, they had to cut it. It didn't look right, so yeah. it got cut. It got cut. But I was watching America's Test Kitchen. Do you ever watch? No, I want to, because I hear you talking about it. Yeah. And they did a test of, like, fancy toaster ovens. Uh-huh. And you can get, like, a toaster oven, which is an oven. You can roast a chicken. Yeah, what was that housewife who wanted to... Sonia Morgan, didn't she have a whole, like, toaster line? I have no she, idea. Because she... Her, her contention was that... You can do everything in a normal oven in a toaster oven. Apparently. Like, why waste all this space? You, you can just have a toaster oven. Right. But she's not doing like a 9 by 13 casserole. No, she's not cooking oven. for 65, you know. She's no, not no, doing no, no, like, no, no, yeah, no. Fellowship She was living in some dilapidated foods. brownstone. Right. Grey Gardens. Yeah, full Grey Gardens. <laughs> One of the fallen Morgans. Um, I don't watch Housewives, but I know all about it. Okay. Do you know this about me? No, I didn't know you knew about it. I know a lot about the housewives because I listened to this podcast called Bitch Sesh with Casey Rose Wilson and Danielle Schneider, and they talk about housewives, all of them. Well, I want to listen to this, but also while we're on podcasts, listeners should get into Celebrity Book Club because you turned me on. Are you into it? Well, you sent me the episode about Chastin Chastin. Chastin. Buttigieg. Yeah. And I laughed. It is. Laughed and laughed. They roast. The shit out of Chastin, Chase, and Buddha yeah. Judge for writing a book that nobody cares about. The book is totally. called I Have Something to Tell You. Uh, I have something to say. I have something, yeah, something, something like, like that. that. And yeah. the, the, the hosts of the podcast were like, 
The problem is he, he nothing has nothing to no, say. No, it's yeah. Lily Murata and Stephen Phillips Horst, They're and they brilliant. were like friends from childhood from somewhere in Massachusetts. Yeah, and it's so so good. Amazing podcast. I'm basically now just having my own podcast to recommend other people's podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a satellite. It's yeah. really listen to bitch sess. Listen to that. Listen to. Do you know what I've been? I've loved since it came out is the New York City Ballet podcast and I don't know if I'm embarrassed to say that but it's like it's really good and it changes every time and they the you know Andrew Litton the conductor does a series called like hear the music or see the music well that's that's an extension of what they do live which I love it's exactly that it makes you appreciate and understand the work so much more deeply I saw I think it was um, I can't remember the piece but you describe it to me. It was rodeo. It was Justin Peck's rodeo. rodeo. And before that performance, they talked about the music and they talked about the Copeland score and blah, blah, blah. And this is what was really important here. Listen for this. And when it comes on, it comes to life in this totally different way. It's kind of like watching a dancer fall or an actor forget their lines or lose where they are in the song and they kind of mess up. And then everybody's like, Oh my God. And then you root for them more. And then all of a sudden the like kind of the tensions broken. It's Mm -hmm. been ventilated and you're like, I'm with you now. And yeah. I understand this better. And yeah, except for when they fall and then they have to hobble off stage because which, they've ruptured their Achilles. Well, that happened with Tina LeBlanc. Gonzalo oh, yeah. Garcia had to oh, trail, yeah. drag I watched, her off stage. I watched Jenny Samoji hobble off, actually dancing with Gonzalo. Oh, Again. No. Crazy, doing polyphonia. Why does this always happen with Gonzalo? I know. And they Poor were doing, you know the, the duet in polyphonia? Have you ever done polyphonia? Never. Weird. Mm-mm. I feel like... It was done by the time I got to San Francisco Ballet, and I never got, like, put in it. Oh, well, there's a very, like, waltzy duet. Yep. And Jenny and Gonzalo were doing it, and then suddenly Jenny kind of, like, stopped, and she sort of, she took stock. You could see her take stock. And then she kind of, like, I think she tried for one second to continue doing ballet, and and then she just put her foot down, and she turned, and she... She took tiny steps all the way off stage, and Gonzalo just kept waltzing around by himself. And then eventually, he just did big waltzes off stage. Yeah. And then by the end of the dance, Tyler Peck emerged as Jenny Samoji. In they never stopped. They didn't stop the piece and restart it. Oh, so Tyler was just back there, and then just right. So like the music finished for that waltz section with nobody dancing. How long of how long was nothing happening? Probably half a minute. Not That's that great, though. Yeah. And then... I like that. And then um, the dance went on, uh-huh. other sections, and then yeah. for the finale, out comes Tyler Peck. I'm going to ask her about this. So she just was backstage in another piece? Yeah, she must have been either in another piece or rehearsing in the theater, and they Fantastic. just were like, put on your plum leotard. She's like, fine, no worries. Oh, yeah, I've seen this happen as well. Like, one time I saw Stars and Stripes, and <laughs> Tall Girl Regiment Savannah Lowry went down. <laughs> oh, no, what happened? Uh, I don't remember what her injury was, but like she did, she fell or something weird happened, and then she too had to do a hobble off. Uh-huh. She did a Shanae away, and then she did not, she did not come out for her next entrance. So it was just the whole court of ballet framing nothing. Oh wow! Just kind of doing like because that movements. whole piece is built as a as a really nice like half shell for the stars. It's all half it's shells. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just half shell. Oh, no. Half shell illuminating nothing. Wait, but don't you think at some point, like, one of the core dancers should have been, like, this would have been great. Like, I know it. I'm going to just know, come out and do it. But, like, none of them had the gumption. So, one time, this, this I wanted to hear the end of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were doing Artifact Suite 
once uh, San Francisco Ballet, and there's a second, it's like a canon, there are two men's canons, the first and second men's canon. Yeah, it's fast. It's super fast. Like, saute jazz. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. and then the second, in the second canon, Joan Boada was doing the, the solo man, and got injured in the first two seconds of the solo. Oh, it's boy. probably only a minute and a half dance. Mm-hmm. But he actually ho- jumped off the stage on one leg. He tore his meniscus something completely. And he just hobbled off on one foot. Hop, hop, hop. The slowest hop, hop, hop. <laughs> and I didn't jump in the center, but I really considered it because I knew, I knew the solo and I was like, <gasps> should I do this? But I was too... I was like, that's not right. How old were we at this time? Probably like 22. And you said... It wasn't quiet there yet. Just let it go. Just let it I go. just yeah, we just let the music pass. It wasn't much. Amazing. Yeah. I'm so sorry. That could have been a big moment for you. Because it was kind of a half shell too. But you know, you still got promoted. Yeah, I did. I did. I think <laughs> that season actually. Amazing. Right. And maybe I wouldn't have had I taken the moment. It's Who true. Knows? They would have been like, "How rude! Mm-hmm. How rude! Who does he think he is?" Yeah. Um. Anyways, so what happened with Savannah? She disappeared until the finale. When you you really do need the tall girl regiment leader to come out in the finale. Yeah. And um, Gwyneth, Gwyneth Muller, I think, had been watching in the audience. And she just ran backstage, or someone came and got her and was like, you gotta. That's great. No makeup. What for? What? You what know, even I forever, wearing, quite frankly. I stopped wearing makeup entirely oh, at a certain point. I get, you can't even imagine the lengths we go to when we're working with ballet companies, because like, kind of a week and a half before every premiere, they're like, what's the makeup and hair? You're like, no makeup and hair. Right. And suddenly every single person's asking you, the wardrobe people, the choreographer, all the dancers. Uh And with Pam's stuff, I'm just like, please don't wear makeup. Just make your hair look like how I'm used to seeing it. Just like regular. Because they come full glitz, like dance moms with like fake eyelashes. Some companies weren't more than others, right? Mm -hmm. And New York City Ballet in particular is like an incredible offender of like full kabuki style, like double eyelashes. Is that because the theater's so big that it's just cultural? Actually, New York State Theater's not that big. It has amazing sight lines. Yes, it does go high up, but it's not that big. But yeah, yeah, it's cultural for sure. And it's also ritual. So I think the, the more makeup, the closer to God like yes. the more time I've been staring at myself yes. in the mirror and working it the I mean and I think a lot of a lot of us when we were in school or like training situations for ballet you have a lesson you mm-hmm. know they give you that one day where they're like today we're gonna do makeup lesson mm-hmm. and as a young gay child I was like this is my day <laughs> this is my day <laughs> see I didn't care about that at all when I was younger but I would have fun with it now oh I had the totally opposite trajectory because like my care. first times on stage I was like the best thing about this is that I'm putting makeup on my face. Mm. And then as time went on, I was like, how will I get... How can I get out of this? Right. Yeah. And how am I going to get away with this? And I would because... <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. The sewing Garrett, machine. Garen put his foot on the, on the Bernina pedal. Oh, oh, oh. It's all fine. It's all fine. Okay, great. It was kind of fun. Um, and so, yeah, by the end, I would literally like... I'd kind of drawn an eyebrow just mm-hmm. to like... Do the one thing that is needed on my face if yeah. it's a ballet. Because you have a fa- you have like hair, quite, quite light hair. eyebrows, yeah. and then I would just sort of like lurk around backstage and avoid being seen. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because from the audience, nobody knew. No, but if they saw you up close, they would be like, "Where's your makeup?" They'd this, be this like, "Happened to me a few times." Why do you look so incomplete? Yeah. So I sort of and my I was in San Francisco ballet for ten years, and the last cup two or three years, it was really like. I was sort of phasing myself out of the company already. I knew that <laughs> you were I was disappearing leaving. your face? Yeah, I was disappearing just in general. 
Um, but no, it was great. But I, I was like, okay, what's, I know I'm going to be leaving and doing something else here. And so when right. I did perform, it was like, I just started doing less and less and less. And I, when I got to NDT, there no were, nobody wore no any makeup. makeup at all. They didn't even wear dance belts. They were like, oh no, we wear right. speedos, speedos and like bathing yeah, suits yeah, yeah. and stuff. And I was, it was, it was so liberating. I mean, in so many ways. And then when I got to New York and started doing Broadway stuff, the makeup thing came kind of back because it's a mix of like dancer actor folks. Right. And the, the, the stages are different and the lighting is so different, but really did all you I would ever do, do was cover makeup? up zits. You had to like, do your own makeup for American yeah. in Paris? Yeah, yeah. But I hardly did anything. I just put powder on. I, I didn't just, do anything. Like, sometimes there's like no glamour anymore and I'm, I'm all for it. Like I'm, I'm definitely like, uh, philosophically I'm anti-glamour. But then when I think about you doing a lead on Broadway and not having someone do your makeup, I'm like, sad, sad. Yeah. You could have someone do your hair. And I mean, some shows they have. It just depends on the role. But right. The theaters aren't that big. They're the, so the, small. The biggest, I mean, I think the biggest theater on Broadway is maybe 1,700 seats, maybe 1,900. But when, when you would have a show as Jerry, what was your dressing room? Um, because I've Robbie been and at, I shared. Okay, because so, I went in that dressing room, the Robbie yeah, dressing room. Yep, yep, Judy Garland's old dressing room. Oh. Yeah. So I would, when I was the alternate, I would just pop in and Rob would leave. Oh. And then, so it wasn't really like yours, didn't feel like your space. Not until he left and then I took over the role. Right, so you were kind of like, as you are now, transient nomad. Visiting. Just up I'm in the very air. comfortable being transient and visiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, correct. Did you have like a drawer where you kind of like put your I did have a makeup? drawer, yeah. Yeah. I had, Rob gave me a drawer that was sweet. And, um, yeah, it was fine. I mean, I had a dressing room upstairs, like my own little spot Where you could to go kind of like hide. Out. It was a closet. I mean, the Palace Theater is this tiny little, like right. the rooms are tiny and there's mice everywhere. And... Did you have to be at the theater every day at call in case? Uh, yeah. When were you allowed to leave? Um, I think like kind of the last entrance. It's usually the last entrance of the <gasps> role that you're, yeah. Oh. The role that you're there for. Ev, you just sit there. Would you chat? What would you do? Oh, yeah. Read totally a book? Chill, hang, whatever. Yeah. Stretch? All kinds of things. Wow. Did you do your workouts in the night? Sometimes. God. Sometimes. I guess you could get a lot done as a cover, kind of. Yeah. Wow. And it was, I mean, at first I was, like, trying to keep myself in shape and get ready for the part, but once I had done it a few times, I wasn't stressed about it anymore, and so I could just chill. I should figure out how to be a cover on Broadway. Yeah, good gig. <laughs> Hard gig, though. I mean, you know. You got to jump on. You never know. I mean, I knew I was performing twice a week, so that was good. And yeah. Then sometimes more, but. Well, thank God you had, like, guarantee to be on stage occasionally. Because, yeah. like, imagine if you really. Well, there are people who cover roles who were there for three years and haven't gone on. What? I mean, it happens. <sighs> that is so. There are bananas. swings who, who, like, understudy a part, like, they're fourth in line for the part and never go yeah. on. And then three years in, they're like, at a moment's notice. Hey, you're doing it. Oh Surprise, have fun. I have this friend who I went to boy choir school with named Matt Lisey, and he, a couple years ago... Was he Lisey? He sounds Lisey. Very Lisey. He was Lisey. Very, very Lisey. <laughs> um, he he's very British parents, but he uh, he got the part of Raoul in Phantom Tour. Uh-huh. And so he was in Asia as like, right, like for the year or two leading up to COVID and as COVID began and then like everything got shut down, he was sort of stuck in Singapore or something. And we were texting the other day and leaving each other voice memos because he's with his family in, I think, Ohio right now. And he, I was like, please 
stop doing Phantom of the Opera and come back to America so oh. I can actually see you. And he, cause he was like, I'm going to go back on the tour when it starts up again. And, um, and he was like, he wrote, he texted back and he was and he, in a memo. He goes, well, you know, I, I am going to continue doing the role of Raoul and Raoul and kept saying Raoul. Raoul. And I, I was like, Raoul, uh-huh. Raoul, 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 Raoul. And then he, he texted back. He said, isn't that strange? He was like, as soon as I started the part, I was informed very quickly that his name is Raoul. 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 Not not Raoul. Okay, good to know. Anyways, I hope he's getting paid a lot to be... I mean, it's not happening anymore. Raoul. No, not at the moment. No. Yeah. The only shows I think there's happening... Uh, there's a show happening in Australia. It's like a Hamilton tour. There's definitely a Hamilton in Australia. Yeah. I was... Yeah, I saw that. I mean, I didn't see it. You saw it was happening. Right. I was invited to see it, though. Mm-hmm. I wasn't unavailable. Uh-huh. By choice? <laughs> oh, both. Uh-huh. You I was, hate musicals. I don't like them. I, know, I, I look, I've enjoyed a musical. Like, I've, I love the Sound of Music movie. I thought it's a wonderful movie. Good I'd watch movie. it. I'd sit down and watch it. It's three hours I'd watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, There's songs in Carousel that I think are beautiful beautiful I love Gordon McRae I want to hear him sing all the time um what other musical could I like do we think oh West Side Story genius Into the Woods genius there's some Sondheim things that are quite Mm -hmm. but like in general no no I can't I get it but you will find me then this is embarrassing you will find me occasionally like finding a song from a modern day musical and then I'll listen to it 50 times in a row and then I'll stop listening to it Mm. yeah like something from Dear Evan Hansen or something. Right. Like well, that. the tune, the, you know, the tunes are catchy. They can hit Super sometimes. Ca- oh my slap. god! Like, do you know what? I, this is. I'm really embarrassed, but I'm going to say it because this is. Like, I'm being. I'm being vulnerable on the pod. Do you know the Greatest Showman? Yeah, Martha was in it. In the movie? Yeah, she's the woman in gold. Oh, I got to watch that. Why well, rewatch it for Martha? Nichols. No, I've never seen it. Oh, okay. Watch it for the first time for Martha. Nichols. I'm going to watch it the first time for a while. Yeah. But they there's a song in it called Never Enough. Yeah. And I started hearing covers of it on YouTube, and I thought, what is this crazy song where people have to scream? <laughs> and then I got really into hearing, like, the person who originated the singing and yes. thinking, wow, that's hard. And then I watched people singing it on The Voice, and then I watched male people singing it, and, then I, and I really took a deep, 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 deep dive on Never Enough. And mm. um, I'm embarrassed, but it is a thing I did recently. Okay. Yeah. I got into a song from Hades Town. You, you, I don't think you like that one that. very much. Um, but as, yeah, it happens. You get into little musical theater holes. I know, and I do fixate on a song, mm-hmm. like in, not necessarily for musical theater, but sometimes I'll hear a song. I once heard a song at the end of Grace and Frankie. I love that show. So it's good, such a good show. I mean, it's like not good, good. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's they're like little they're they're so comforting because you know you know exactly where it's going. It's mm-hmm. like watching Golden Girls. It's like going to dinner. Or Sex theater. in the City. It's just a th- it's twenty minutes long. Boop boop little candy. 20, just take it and be done. Twenty minute dinner theater. So pick with me up and Lily move on. and Jane. Yeah. And this they played a song in the closing credits by this woman Anne Brune who's like Norwegian or Swedish or something. Mm. And then I found it. I, I like figured out how to find that song and then I listened to it 350 times in a row just that was the only song I would hear mm. anymore do you was, sing when you, you sing, sing along? along yeah sometimes in my house I'll sing along yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's nice. do you sing along 
Oh yeah. In the car on these cross country trips. Sometimes, although you know, I don't. Know How does Jeff, Jeff feel wants about to it? Hear that. Really? Oh, he likes. He says he likes it when I sing. Does he do a sing along? No, he doesn't sing. No. I mean, sometimes he'll. Does he do a whistle? Nope. A hum. Mm-mm. Not a dance along. He as a joke, but he he. Have you ever been out dancing with Jeff? No. I'm so. No, he always joked too. Like, if we get married, what's the? What are we gonna do with dancing? He's like, I mean, not really. He doesn't want any performative stuff. He doesn't want to... I have so much respect for that. Performance is so embarrassing. And people who perform are embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It really is. Yeah, like watching people sing, to me, is one of the most embarrassing things that can happen. Say more. Okay, so, like, I I love it. You know what I mean? Like, I love watching people sing. I love hearing people sing. I took a... um, The trailer for West Side Story came out at the Oscars. I, I saw that, yeah. And then I started to look up about this young woman playing Maria. Yeah. Her name's Rachel something. She's beautiful. She's so beautiful. Yeah. And then I was like, I knew that she got famous from like Instagram and singing her own channel on YouTube, whatever. Uh-huh. So I looked it up and I started hearing her sing and I was like, okay, so she can really sing. She does have like this very like affected sort of like diva musical theater thing happening. Um, but watching her sing like alone in a bathroom with her like AirPods. Her, her AirPods in for a for her phone. Mm. Nothing embarrasses me more than that. Right. Like I'm viscerally embarrassed, but mm. I'm also like in. I want to hear it. Yeah, isn't it weird? Yeah. Have you ever been like in a, at a house party and someone like sang a song earnestly, like at karaoke or something? No, sure, kind of. Oh, like to be at karaoke and have someone get up and like sing like they want you to know they can sing. Is the worst. <gasps> no, you, you have to, oh. karaoke songs have to be like a joke. It's all jokes. Well, so I I, I once thought that, um, you know, didn't really want to sing, but I thought, oh, we'll just do something f- funny. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll pick tequila because it's just tequila. But, uh-huh. uh, but actually it's the worst song ever to pick for karaoke because there's only one line. You have nothing to do for Tequila. Pee-wee's big adventure. Exactly, but you just sort of have to dance and entertain everybody and then come in with this tequila. It's a bad That choice. is so funny. Pick something really wordy because then you'll be ingrained in it. You know, engrossed. Oh, then you're thing. focused. And you're yeah. focused and you can have fun. You're not just being a clown. Correct. Okay. Don't pick tequila. You know what? I, I don't do karaoke generally, but when I have been in that situation, I like to pick um, a John Denver song. Mm. Um... I don't like to do You Fill Up My Senses because I kind of know it-ish. Mm-hmm. I like to do, like, Thank God I'm a Country Boy because I don't know it, and then it's more fun that way. Always more fun. Yeah. You can't be good at karaoke. Like, don't be good. I'm not. And John Denver is, like, a, li- a lyric tenor, basically, and mm-hmm. I have none of that in my range. What is your range? Well, oddly... The very tenor? Yeah, I'm like yeah. a bear, like a sort of mid-range baritone, weirdly, uh-huh. even though my speaking voice is full femme, but... <laughs> I I have no tenor voice at all. Really? Nothing. 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 Yeah, what are you? What do they call you? Very tenor. But, like, I, I mean, when I did American in Paris, I think the highest, I sing, like, an E. That's it. Like, it, you don't have to sing high at all. It's great. It's so great. Yeah. It's a calm roll. Except Chill. Of, you, except you gotta when you dance. the words, which just happened to me sometimes. But then you gotta dance so hard that your body falls apart. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you tear so your still labrum. dealing with it. Yeah, <laughs> labrum torn, back broken, foot broken, back broken. Yeah, yeah okay. will all our listeners please wish Garen well for his yeah. skeleton? Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, trying to heal up. 
send him some vibes for his healing that continues some six, seven, eight years later. Even is that how long it's been? Since what? American in Paris. Oh, I finished in twenty seventeen. So four years ago. Oh, okay. So not so so long. Yeah. You toured. You toured. Toured for almost a year after the Broadway version. Wow. Can you imagine? Do you see yourself back on stage? Not really. I mean, I love it still, but I think I'm ready to sort of pivot and. What if What if Jack got booked to do like? Um, I'll do anything for Jack. A long tour of everything is imaginable. I'll do anything for Jack, and if you're in it, and we can all have fun, just. I know. Wouldn't Lloyd, that be James, so be fun? That was an amazing show. It's a good show. It's a great show. It's not that hard. It's mm-hmm. hard enough that you do have to like get yourself ready. Yeah. You have to prepare. You have to focus a little. Stretch your hamstring a little bit. The four of us need to, like, rehearsal direct ourselves to pull that little dance together. Mm -hmm. But you don't... You have to remember the words to the lip sync. Which I actually don't. Which, that's the thing. It's kind of better if I don't know it. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, that would be fun to tour. And as long as, like, it was... Now that we're all, like, you know, in our 30s and 40s, some of us... Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, it's not the kind of tour that you can do on a dime. Like we, we all need our own hotel rooms. We all sure. need, oh yeah, we need eighty dollars of per diem a day. At least, at least. At least. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much. Well, anyways, the Australian Ballet gave us like a good amount of per diem. I bet it, the Australian Ballet took really good care. They of took you. wonderful care of us, and it yeah. came in the form of Australian money, which looks like toys. Uh-huh, with, like, plastic kind Full of see-through. windows, pictures. Silver, prisms. Mm-hmm. So many prisms. Windows. No, full windows, <laughs> iridescent windows, prisms, uh, queens. Yeah. Um, plants. It was incredible. Great. And... Can it fit into an American-sized wallet? I didn't even try, because you know what I did? I just kept it in the envelope they'd give it to me in, and then I put that envelope in this weird pouch that I put my passport in. Right. So I was always just walking around with this kind of, like, letter-sized oh, pouch. Shit. In a, uh, so whenever I needed to pay for anything, I was always digging around in this thing, <laughs> not understanding the change. Meanwhile, the change is really what you paid with, because they have $2 coins. And you can't even understand what they're saying, because they're access. I had no idea what was going on. The $2 coins are much smaller than the 50-cent pieces, uh-huh. and smaller than the $1 coins. So uh-huh. figure that out. I was constantly confused. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the speaking of Australians and the Australian accent... Have you, did you ever watch Summer Heights High? Sure, sure. Summer Heights High? Yeah. Chris, wait, Chris Lilly? You're so good. So there's a new podcast, and it's all him doing Jemay. It's a Jemay's podcast. Amazing. It's really good. Really nice. You should listen. I can't believe you can do it. Yeah, good. Yeah, I really can't. So fun. It's so fitch. Why did you figure this out, and how did you figure it out? Um, I... Who taught me... Brandon Uranowitz has an amazing one. He was also an American in Paris. Yeah. Uh, also, Itai Benson has a fabulous Itai. Mm-hmm. Itai. Itai, yeah. Itai Benson. I know Itai. He was on the tour of American in Paris. He was in... Do I know He's Itai? been in everything. Maybe. Itai. <gasps> I don't know Itai, but I saw him on Broadway Sandwich. Yes! Yes, that's why. Yes. That's why a small person. He was our first... Uh, mm-hmm. From first the band's episode. visit. He was in the band's visit. The band. He um, is in the the cast of uh, Company, the revival of Company. That's... Everybody watch Broadway Sandwich. It's Garen's show. Yeah, it's on PBS. It's free. And Garen's the host. It's a great show. Yeah. Um, thank I, you. I never made it on. That. And also I have a, a new film coming out tonight. What? That I made for the UNCSA students. Really? Yeah. 
It's uh, one of my satire pieces with Danny Rowe. How do we watch it? It's It'll be on tonight at 7 on Instagram and YouTube and... Um, it premieres at the Spring Dance Performance. And then Dance Available Day, Forevermore? Yeah, for free. Amazing. Seven. I love that. Swan Lake. 15 swans. Uh, so it, fun. In North Carolina? Yeah. I love Directed that you... remotely, all of You its... do all your work remotely. You yeah. don't even have to go no, no, to a go. place to work anymore, which no. is what we've learned right That's now. Right. This morning, Harry and I were on Conversations on Dance, another podcast we oh, love. yeah. And they were asking us, like, you know... Do you, are you doing fittings? So this is your second podcast of the day? Yeah. You're a machine. I'm an absolute content queen. Now you can't do fittings digitally. That does You not literally work. can. So what, you have someone there measuring for you on your own a Zoom? Or the person does it themselves? No, no. So like we, so basically like we just did this at PMB. We went through the process because they, they just did this Christopher Wielden thing that we designed and we didn't go. So we just did right. all the fittings via Zoom or oh. photos. That was, I saw something amazing. That looked so gorgeous. The costumes are beautiful. So beautiful. Thank and Chris you. sent me a, Wielden sent me a clip. Clip. And it looks gorgeous. Yeah, so. mirror, mirrored floor. We're excited. We want to see the video. Um, but we did. Lucian. I saw Lucian. Lucian looked floor. amazing in the costumes. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Shapes. So. Uh, yeah, it can happen. Like, you know, when Harriet and I receive photos of things, we can send the photos back. We can draw on the pictures right. and just send back corrections in that way. Like a football, like a TV football exactly. announcer no, like, with, like, literally. Sharpie and translucent. Exactly. Uh-huh. Um, and then it, we'll have fittings occasionally via video where we, we can see them sort of move around and understand the volumes of things and say, like, you know, probably need, like, a little bit less through the side seam, blah, 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 et cetera. So... Yeah. So you're not going to have to travel anymore necessarily to do these things. So does, is this just a way for companies to pay you even less to do what you do? <laughs> well, no. The thing is, like, they pay us to license the costumes or for a design fee, but the getting us there isn't money that we see because they don't pay us like a day rate for working, mm. right? So, but we do get per diem. So, like, that's the only thing we'd be losing is per diem. Mm. Yeah. That's the economics of costume design. You can always say, just throw it in my fee. You're saving that's that true. Fee. So throw that's half true. of it in my fee. That's true. But, you know, I think during these COVID times, we've tried to accommodate of people. Because everyone's absolutely destitute at this moment. Yeah, like in the me. Arts. And I was like, hey, can you help me with these costumes? I have no money. And I was like, no. But then I was like, actually, kind of can. <laughs> I really I was you. like, I can't do this. There's no time. I can't do this. And I then know. I was like, wait, I am. Oh, look, that bow is like the way in which I had to explain something to Pacific Northwest Ballet. It's a good bow. Yeah, because we'll I... We'll put a picture of it on the pod Yeah, somehow. because I... They were sending us this bow we had drawn a picture of, and I was like, no, like, that's not it. So I just did it myself and sent a picture. So, yeah. like, sometimes you have to communicate in that way. Yeah. Um, and it turned out fine. They had they just needed to see that it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> so are, did they already have performances of that thing? They they filmed it. It's a film. Okay. Yeah. Film. No live shows. No live shows. Except in Australia. But Tyler is performing for a live audience this weekend at the County really? Center. Very small, but yeah. In the Opera House? Yeah, at the County Center. Oh my god. Right? In Cred. Well, we, um, the Australia thing was like, feels like a dream because it was so, um, old times. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was just, just like how it was in the old times. Mm-hmm. 1999. <laughs> Literally yeah. 1999. I've never been to Australia. I really want to go. Go to Gara. You, you should you go. I mean... David Hallberg. 
Bring Garrett. No figure out a way. There's something you can. There's absolutely something you can stage. Something for you. For Paul and Saul. For yeah. For uh, you've originated dances by Wayne McGregor. You've originated mm-hmm. dances by Yorma Elo. Christopher Wheeldon. Wheeldon, literally so many of those. So many. So many. Jack Fervor. Jack Fervor. Who else? Lauren Latero. Who's Lauren Latero? She's a Broadway choreographer. Oh. She's Juilliard. Um, she went to Juilliard back in the day when like Killian would like show up and you know set oh, a yeah. piece himself on the. How about that? Field. You've already worked with the Australian Ballet. Yeah, that's true. I have, Look but before that. David got there, so I need to be there with David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. Yeah. But um, David, are you listening? Hi, David. Um, we all want to come back, yeah, exactly. but to tell you the truth, Australia is really great. It's very civilized. There's a lot of happiness there, it yeah. seems. A lot of order. People care about rules. And hot guys. Hot everybody. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah. Wow, to go to the beach in Australia is to really, really see, like, so many kind of naturally gorgeous bodies. Yeah. It's an outdoor culture. They're outdoor people. Well, if the weather's perfect all the time, I would be too. Well, it's like California. Which is a dream. You can it's actually just go to, to California live. if you don't want to. Go I mean, on. I think that's what... Jeff and I are going to do. I know you are. I literally know you're going to do that. I know. Because Jeff is so California. He's a California man. Swims in the ocean every day. (sighs) Loves to hike. Yeah. I mean, God. Like, when your feet look like Jeff's, you can really swim in the ocean. Yeah. Tan flippers. His tan flippers, long legs, flexible feet. He's a better ballet body than me. It's not that I ever had a good ballet body. It's It's so beautiful. Yes, wow. It's annoying. Mm -hmm. I'm mad at him. I'm not. He's so nice. He's too nice. It's horrible. Uh-huh. God, I can't stand people who are flawless. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're, we had an hour, Reed. No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Garen, thank you for That's being good. here with me for way longer than you needed to. Um, <laughs> my pleasure. Isn't it nice to just have a good time and make a podcast? So fun. And I got a fitting done. And we got a fitting done. So everybody, um, Harriet will likely be back next week. Because we'll be back in studio working on this project and others. So Yay. don't fret, those of you who had such a wonderful time with Harriet last week. Um, and Garen will likely be back at some point, too, even if it's via the sure phone. So. And some, or maybe I'll go up to Boston to visit. Please do. You're welcome anytime. Thank you. Well, are you going to have a spare room? We do have a second bedroom, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. But is office. it the office? Yeah. Does it gonna, is it going to have a bed? When you come, it will. Air mattress. Yeah. Sad. Or you can stay on the couch with Pilot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, we loves you. We loves you. Um, if you need to buy some merchandise, just DM the uh, Instagram or send us um, an email at... It's hard to say. Something at dance With dance and stuff at gmail.com. There you go. Dance and stuff show on Insta. I don't know what other things we have. We have a website called dance and stuff show, I think. Dance and stuff.com. I don't know. And I have the puzzle now, and I'm going to give it to my brother for his 40th birthday, which is tomorrow. Oh, my God. I know. Happy birthday, Happy Justin. birthday, Justin. My God. Love you, bro. He's joining me at 40. Yes. Okay. I love you, Gary. I love you, Reed.